This is a Soulfire production. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am back with my partner in crime, Camille. Camille, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Always so fun. <laughs> All right. Do you love being co-host? Yeah, this is great. Isn't it the best? It it's, is the most fun. We were just saying how it's it's like we're just hanging out, but we have headsets on. Pretty much. Those are yeah. the best podcast episodes. Yeah. It's the same conversations we'd be having, whether we were wearing these or not. Yeah, totally. That's what <laughs> I like to listen to. I don't know what shows... I know you listen to different podcasts, but honestly, mm-hmm. the podcast I listen to, I like to listen to shows where it just feels like there's a conversation totally. going on mm-hmm. about literally whatever. It is. I don't care. It's like, you know, being a fly on the wall. So yeah, great. Anyway, I want to talk about dating. Our favorite topic. Our favorite topic. We talk about this all the time (laughs) and obviously been very top of mind for me with the book and all of that stuff. You know, and other things. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. I really, can we tell the cord cutting story because this is like a really good real life example i think people think i'm full of shit when i'm like just like you gotta you gotta cut the cords but this is such a great example so i'll start it off camille and i are sitting at trilogy and i have a chocolate pp smoothie bowl (laughs) oh my god you remember the food (laughs) camille had a green smoothie and breakfast tacos probably something like that just a, a tip your typical sunday in la jolla San Diego. And Camille was dating this guy. Started dating this guy. Nice guy, right? Mm-hmm. You can you can pick it up from there. Okay, got it. So, yeah, this was like towards the end of 2020, no, 2021. I'd say where I was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to give the dating apps a try. Yeah. I <laughs> had never or I think I had been on them like years prior. And then I was in a relationship for three years. Um, But it was like the first time since that long relationship that I had been like, okay, I think I'm going to try this Mm because it seems to just be how people are meeting. So everybody, that's how everybody meets. (laughs) But I'm not the type of person where I'm like, okay, I I, I only wanted to download Hinge. I'm like, I'm not going to get on all of them. It's too overwhelming. Yeah, it is way too overwhelming. So downloaded Hinge. Um, I went out with like five different guys that, None of them materialized in, into anything. We we met once. And I was <laughs> None just... of them materialized. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like... <laughs> sorry. The way that was phrased. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. They were a thought form, but they never they never actually materialized. That was a weird way to say it. <laughs> so physical. What I mean is. Okay. Into relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get you. I'm, I'm like, just giving you a hard time. <laughs> we met once, each of them. And I was like, no, not going to happen. And then one guy, I was like, we, he had a great idea for this first date. It was a great date. And, um, you know, can we talk about that? I love a creative first date. You just yeah. got to do something different. Yeah. Something different. Like, I, uh, I just do not ask me to go get a drink. Don't ask me to get a drink. Immediate cringe. Yeah, no. Like, no, don't don't start with that. My, my world, my world is more like getting a cacao. That's like 
<laughs> See, that's that? what guys I was, ask me. Getting a cacao. <laughs> I'm like, we can be more creative, though. I mean, do people ask you that from Hinge? I'm not on Hinge. Oh, you're not. Anymore. My last round. No, no, no. But that was part of my problem. I was still like doing the mainstream. It was typically dinner. And I took, okay. I took everybody one of two places. <laughs> and the one place is my friend's restaurant. And it became this running joke because every time I would come in there, I had, a, I had like a different first date and she was like, what is going on? <laughs> and it just became this joke because now, yeah, whatever. But I love it. no, it was always dinner. And, but now I'm not on any dating apps, but I, mm-hmm. I don't need them yeah. anymore <laughs> at this point. But that's often what guys up here will ask. I love that. You want to get a cacao? Yeah, I think I should. I mean, we've talked about this. I mm-hmm. need to be spending more time in North County. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, so great first date idea. It was in downtown San Diego. It was this cool like social club type of thing. It was like had it had all these books. It was like part restaurant, part like barista kind of area. It was cool. Um, and great conversation, super smart guy. Um, and, but I was still feeling out like the physical attraction piece. I was like, I don't know, but, uh, it it went well. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll see him again. Um, and then the next time, what did we do? We, we went on a hike and then we just ended up, I think it was a random Saturday, went on a hike at Torrey Pines. We ended up spending like the whole day together pretty much mm-hmm. um conversation flowed well but again still I'm I'm still feeling it I'm like am I attracted I don't know like it was a, more of a friend vibe I was mm-hmm. feeling it out um and then we kissed at the end of that date and it was kind of like mm, not yeah. sure but you know what I was telling my friend this because she has she started dating this er, there's this guy she was talking to and she was like, I really like him. Like I'm so mm. attracted to him. Super great. And then they had their first kiss and their first kiss. She was like, the kiss was not good. Mm. And I was like, honestly, don't worry about it. I was like the first kiss so often is just a wash. Like it's awkward. You don't know how the other person kisses you. It's just totally. like a whole awkward thing. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, update me. And then they, you know, the next date, she was like, you're right. It was a total wash. It, all problems are solved. I'm like, good. okay. So just yes. putting that out there. That is true. Yeah, you can't judge it all on, yeah, that first contact. <laughs> I feel like it's always kind of weird. Yeah, but anyways, I still wasn't sure if I was really attracted to him. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'll see him again. So we go on a third date and went out to uh, this great restaurant um, near my house in Mission Hills. Date was good. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, yeah, nothing weird. He ended up coming back to my place and we like played this card game it was fine and then um it was like getting late and he was like oh I have to go and I'm like okay bye (laughs) um and at the at the end of that date he had some like travel coming up but he was like I really want to see you this week um like let's play tennis or something and I was like okay great like I don't really know my schedule yet but I'll text you um and that was on a Friday And then I was, so then that whole weekend, I'm trying to figure out kind of how I'm feeling. I'm like, do I want to continue seeing this guy? Um, I don't know. Like I could, maybe I could be friends with him. I I think I had, I had, I was feeling out that I wasn't super attracted to him. Like he was a great guy, but that, yeah, that piece just wasn't there. 
And then that's when I saw you that Sunday. Yeah. And I was telling you how I was feeling about it. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to see him this week. I think we're going to play tennis. And, and you were like, you don't like this guy. <laughs> you were straight up like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, shit. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I was like, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, like, I don't. You don't. What am I like doing? <laughs> it um, was like, I remember, I remember this. I was watching you and I'm like, you're trying to convince yourself to like him. And yeah, if I yeah. was him, I would not want somebody wa- wasting my time. Yeah. I don't totally. want somebody to have to convince themselves to like me. Yeah. I think I was really attracted to like, he was an entrepreneur. He yeah. had great energy. I really liked how he viewed the world and like how he carried himself, all those things. Um, well, it goes back yeah. to one of my friends said this to me and it was so simple, but it just has stuck with me. And he, he was saying, you can't rationalize attraction. Yeah, you can't. And we were talking about the differences between like the male and female brain and dating and that whole thing. And he was saying, you know, guys sometimes are slower because this is what he was saying. He goes, guys are often slower because they are trying to rationalize why they're attracted to somebody. So when someone pops in their reality who doesn't make sense Mm. or like, like doesn't make sense logically and they are having really strong feelings or they feel drawn to that person, it drives them crazy because they're trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Why am I drawn to this person? And then they have this back and forth between their logical brain and their, he was going off on that. And it really stuck with me because he was like, it's like, you don't, you can't choose that. And so this is what happens, right? We see people, you meet people who who seem great on paper and they can be an amazing person. And and then sometimes it's, am I falling for potential, right? Versus mm-hmm. how do we actually feel? And I feel like it comes up so often in dating. I feel like he was one of those people where it was like super nice, super smart, mm-hmm. has all the things, but it's just not aligned. And yeah. that's fine. And I want, I just was like wanting to make it work. Yeah. But I'm like, if we're barely, we're in the very beginning stages of, seeing each other and like I'm already feeling like this bad yeah. sign but I didn't really see it that way so anyways we're sitting at at brunch at trilogy and you're like yeah don't keep seeing him like what are you doing yeah <laughs> um and I was like yeah she's right okay yep <laughs> she's definitely right what am I doing I am so excited to announce that my new book manifestation mastery How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe is officially available for purchase right now. This book is a really comprehensive guide to manifestation and how the energetics of attraction really work. It is the perfect resource if you are ready to really learn how to raise your frequency, become truly magnetic, and make manifestation your lifestyle. If you really want to understand how manifestation works, I highly recommend checking out this book. The book is a completely channeled text and is super activating, so only get your hands on it if you are ready to truly shift your life. As always, I am so grateful for all of your support during this launch. The way that this community has supported me, it truly, truly means the world, and I really couldn't have done this without you, so thank you so much for that. And as an extra thank you for anybody who leaves a review for the book on Amazon, you can submit that at manifestationmasterybook.com and get a free bonus chapter that goes along with the book that no one else has access to. 
So if you want to be one of the first people to get your hands on this book, Manifestation Mastery, and if you want that free bonus chapter, just head to manifestationmasterybook.com and you can find all of the information there. You can head straight to Amazon to find the book as well. When you get it, be sure to tag me on social media at Christina the channel so that I can see that you're reading it. I can see which parts you are loving and I can repost you and say thank you so much for supporting me with this book. And if it does resonate with you, tell everybody you know. Let's spread the love. Let's spread the high vibes, all of the manifestation magic. That is my goal with this book. So again, all information you can find at manifestationmasterybook.com. And I can't wait for you to get your hands on this. Still in my head, I was like, there's no harm in just playing tennis. Like I could just meet up with him and we'll, we'll play tennis. It'll be fine. Um, but, but I knew like, but I, I said, no, because he's taking up space. I said, you have to tell the universe. You have to create space for what you want. I know. And, and so I was like, she's right. That's what, I, that's what I need to do. So I remember I went home that night and I was doing like a meditation sitting. I was sitting in the back. Wait, no. I wouldn't. No, no, no. Okay, you're jumping ahead. Because okay. I remember I, I said, look, you, ha- you have to say no right. to you know, the 90, the 95, the 98%. To tell yeah. the universe what you want. Like you, you have to do that's part of the process. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were like, well, I don't want to. You like didn't want to be straight up about it. I said, let the universe do it for you. Right. I told you this. And you were like, does that work? Because you're like, does that work? And yeah. that's, that's why this is so good. Because I was like, yes, just cut the cords energetically. And I was like, there are a lot of times when I need to end a relationship and I don't really want to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't need to for personal growth purposes, then the universe will do it for me mm-hmm. if I do it energetically first. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I remember telling you this and you were like skeptical. Yeah, totally. Right. You were like, yeah, just cut the cords. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Uh, okay. So I remember being like, okay, well, what do I, what do I say? Like, what do I do? And you were like, you know, just thank the universe for, um, you know, giving you this experience and delivering you this guy who's very close to what you're looking for, but it's not it. So just say, you know, thank you for, for that. But, um, these qualities he doesn't quite have, or this piece isn't there. Um, so thank you, but no, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that's pretty much what I did in the bath that night. I was like, thank you for, um, for that experience. I really appreciate everything I've learned Mm -hmm. and great guy, but you know, not for me. So, um, just, yeah, let's cut, let's cut that cord. Um, but still, even after I got out of the bath, I, cause this is probably part of my just people pleasing tendencies. Um, but I still texted him saying mm-hmm. like, here's my schedule for the week. Here's when I can play mm-hmm. tennis. And, um, I never heard from him. <laughs> Wait, did he read it? Did he? Read yeah. It? He had his red receipts on. He read it. He did. Um, and then I remember like you, you were like, it worked. Yeah. I was, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it because yeah. there was no, the, the thing that was so crazy to me about it is like when he left that Friday after the date, mm-hmm. like he was very clear. Like, I want to see you. Yeah. Like he's straight. He said verbatim. Like that's what yeah, he said. No, he so was I'm very like, much pursuing you. It was obvious. He liked you. Yeah. He wrote you a nice little note. Like, like he totally he was super into you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh my God. 
and all of a sudden out of like yeah, left just field, gone. just gone. Bam. So if you don't want to break <laughs> up with someone, this is how you can let the universe do it for you. <laughs> and but you have to go. be very like grounded into that energy of like, yeah. yeah, I don't want, like, I know I don't want that. You have to mean it. Yeah. And I did. I meant it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I could be his friend, mm-hmm. but like purely friend. And like tennis seemed like a friendly thing. But yeah. There That's we go. Cord cutting. It works. At its finest. It works. Let the universe do its thing. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about how it plays out. Totally. Honestly, I do this all the time where I'm like, I just need, I, I just need this gone. I just need this released in the, in the way that's for my highest and best and for the highest and best of everybody involved. And weird stuff happens all the time. You know, I mean, I've, I've even done this with social things. Mm. I've, I'm like, oh my God. Or, or even I'm like, I really need an extra hour today. You like accidentally, you manifest somebody canceling, right? Yeah. Or you manifest somebody running late. I'm like, I need an extra 30 minutes. And then you get that text. Hey, I'm so sorry. I need, I'm running 30 minutes late. Oh, no problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you can do that with all kinds of things. Yeah. So it's true. It yeah. Works. I've done this many times. You know, if you need to, this is also, you know, if you need to release, release somebody, uh, within the business. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> setting the intention. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Setting the intention and just letting the universe do its thing. Yeah. Do it's powerful. Its thing. But when it doesn't work is when part of your personal growth, part of the initiation for you is like to have the conversation, right? There's something that needs to be had, but mm-hmm. if it's not necessary, then the universe can do it for you. Yeah. So there we Gotta go. I love it. Okay. So <laughs> since then, how has your dating perspective changed? Hmm. I think for a long time, I was approaching it dating like I need to find my person Mm -hmm. that I'm going to be with, that I'm my husband, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I think that just puts so much pressure on the whole experience. Totally. And like, yes, I want to get married eventually and want to find a husband, but that doesn't mean that I need to put so much pressure on doing that right now. Mm -hmm. Like just having more fun with it and allowing people to come in and maybe stay for a couple months or whatever is supposed to happen. And just having more like play and lightness to the whole thing rather than holding on so tightly to be like, I need a boyfriend type of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, think about manifestation that just like reflect like <laughs> they just get deflected when yeah. there's like that intensity of energy it's like i want it so hard that i'm pushing it away i'm putting it on a pedestal yeah right and then and then what do you attract in from that energy it's yeah like nothing more of good. that needy like clingy it's not it's not what you want you know and mm-hmm. that's the thing it's like every relationship is so important yeah like it's not just your the person you're getting married to like the people before that are all super important like mm-hmm. you could have you in it. And that's why even with manifestation, it's like being crystal clear with what you're calling in. Like I'm calling in my husband. Let's say somebody's saying that and mm-hmm. they're not coming in. Well, what if that's because you have to go through the door of a different relationship. And then on in the back of the room, the door is to your husband. Like totally. part of the contract is must have this relationship first. So nothing's coming in. Cause mm-hmm. you're so set on your husband. What if you were just, you know, calling in the person that you're supposed to be in a relationship with right now, 
right? Mm -hmm. That's for your highest and best. Now you've opened yourself up to maybe there's another relationship that needs to come in before. Yeah, 100%. And I think you you just learn so much. You learn so much about yourself through Mm -hmm. other people. Yeah. And just dating other people and everyone brings out a different side of you. And I do think there's, there's little micro lessons everywhere. Totally. And when you're so, yeah, when there's so much pressure on it, you're not allowing that space to flow. And I think in so many other areas of my life, like, or in just my life in general, I do much better in that flowy state. Um, and so just allowing that, Yeah. I think in our, in our, society too there is so much I was just talking to my friend the other day who's living in um the Netherlands mm-hmm. and she's been dating her current boyfriend for like two and a half three years and I was asking her are you thinking about getting married like and she's like my mind is not even close to to that yeah. at all and she's like that isn't really a thing here like it's we put so much pressure on it in the in the U.S. and it's like and everyone's always asking you, who are you seeing? Like, who, like, what, what's your dating life? Like, like there's so, so much weird. pressure. And I'm yeah. like, if I wasn't being asked about it all the time, I would just be doing my thing. You know? Yeah. You know, what's funny. I was thinking about this because I, I know that's such a thing, right? Everybody's asking like, when are you going to get married? Do you have a boyfriend? Like, like yeah. there's so much pressure. I have never gotten that in my life. Really? Oh my God. No, it seems constant. And when I look at, for example, family, family, friends, because I started paying paying attention to this in that ecosystem of family, family, friends, right? The people that often are up in your grill about it, (laughs) they will ask other people. Like I I hear them asking other people. Oh, but but they don't ask me ever. And I was like, so what is it about me? Give me some of that energy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I really, is it, is it a fuck off energy? Is that what it is? <laughs> I, it might be. I think, I, and to be honest, I think a lot of people are afraid to ask me questions. Um, mm. I was, I was talking to my, somebody in my family about this a couple of weeks ago. And he was like, I think people here in this setting are like nervous to ask you. And I'm like, why? I'm like, they're intimidated. I'm like, What? No, you've known me since I was like a fetus, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I don't know if it's that, but, mm. but I've also even, I think about when I was a teenager, you know, and I think I would watch, you know, my sister, my cousins and people would ask, nobody ever asked me. Does everybody just think I'm going to be single forever? <laughs> is that what you guys think? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm genuinely curious. I was just like, isn't that weird that nobody asked? Like, I've never gotten the grub like that. Maybe it's just because you're so independent and so good on your own. Mm. You don't need anybody else. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I honestly think I think the most likely thing is people know that like they're afraid of what I would say. Do you know what, you know what I'm saying? Most because yeah. like most people don't have a great response for that, right? It's really helpful mm-hmm. with holidays, for example. It's really helpful for people to have some canned responses for when, you know, Aunt Marge is like, <laughs> where's your husband? When are you getting married? It's really helpful just to have something to be prepared totally. for people. I think that's really, yeah. it's, it's helpful, right? Because then mm-hmm. you know what to say and it's already prepared and you can deflect, redirect. I don't know. 
who are you marrying Aunt Marge? Uh, but <laughs> I, I think that because people probably already anticipate that I would have something to say <laughs> to read, like, you know to redirect. I mean? Yeah. yeah. That like, eh, maybe don't they, ask me that. they don't. It's got to be something in your energy, though, that they're picking up. Yeah. Like, yeah, F off. I mean, I even think about, like, in high school, m- my mom, my parents were always, you know, up in my sister's dating life. And nope. It was like they were so afraid to ever ask me. And it was just like the only time we ever talked about it was I'm like, okay, this is my boyfriend. Mm, when you were when ready. I was in. Like I was in. It was like an official we're in, you know? Yeah. Uh and but it was like when I said it. It was never when anybody asked me. Mm, it's just funny. It's a great spot to be in. It's a great spot to be in. All right, friends. So if you are interested in high vibrational eating, raising your vibration through nutrition, you not only want to pay attention to ingredients and quality and sourcing, of course, but there are also certain superfoods that can help to decalcify your pineal gland and support your energy body, all of your energy bodies overall. And this is one of many reasons why I love Organifi green juice and start my day off with green juice every single morning. I used to take pretty much everything in green juice separately. And then I found green juice, and it has it all in one convenient powder. It's 100% USDA certified organic and has 11 superfoods for detoxifying the body, feeling amazing, and supporting decalcification of your pineal gland. Some of the superstar ingredients are spirulina and chlorella, two of my favorite third eye supporting ingredients. Algae is truly a superfood. There is some ashwagandha in there, which is amazing for balancing hormones, specifically regulating the cortisol response in the body. And then there is moringa, which I'm obsessed with, incredible for skin health and a natural energy boost. Green juice gives you that natural boost of energy in the morning and those detoxifying effects. And there's no extra caffeine. And all you do is put a scoop in some water. And they recently came out with their new crisp apple flavor, which is so good. So if you love that crisp taste of apple and you want all of the same amazing benefits of the original green juice, check out the crisp apple. I've been obsessed with it. You can get your hands on this and all of Organifi's other incredible products at Organifi.com CTC. And my code CTC will get you 20% off your order. Again, that's Organifi.com O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com slash C-T-C and my code C-T-C will get you 20% off your entire order. So (laughs) my question for you is, have you, because I feel like this is always evolving for me over time, the more people I talk to and, you know, get to know myself better. Mm -hmm. Are there any qualities or, or dynamics or certain things that you're like, I, I'm recognizing I really want this now. I really need this now. And this is really important that maybe before you didn't realize was important or vice versa. Like anything you're realizing, I really need this. Like for me, you know, I have a list of, like, it's like, I want to feel this way. And also like things like traits, right. That are important to me. One that has gone to the top of the list that maybe wasn't the first thing I said, mm-hmm. uh, like, like the first thing, cause I have a, a few like, one of the top things is confidence. Mm. And I never really, before that was like an underlying thing, but it was never one of the main things I was thinking about. But as I've dated different people and got to know myself, that is one of the top things that I'm looking, that I, that I need in that person. 
because it's been such a pattern for me to date people who try and get their confidence from me. Mm-hmm. And I need somebody to be self-sourced in that, you know, mm-hmm. and just like with with my personality type and my confidence and my business. Like, I don't want I, I felt friction that often comes up and the common thread is that person doesn't have that core confidence within themselves that I've seen in different people dating. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, that's a really important quality. And, um, not that it's, not that it's hard to find, but, um, I don't know. I met someone recently where like, yeah, he was, he was so anxious and Mm. so lacking in that. And immediately I was like, yeah, that's a huge, yeah, it's a huge turnoff. Confidence is a big one for me too, but I really like that more like, like subtle, really like humble mm-hmm. confidence just in the way that a man carries himself. Yeah. Um, and something I'm really attracted to that I'm realizing is so important to me that, that not everyone has is just that like playfulness. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like lightness and just like almost like zest enjoyment for life. Like I feel like so many people as they get older like life weighs them down and like things are always They're dull so and oh yeah I guess yeah. blah blah and I'm like no oh totally <laughs> I need energy yeah that's the big thing like my relationship is is like the most playful part of my life always yeah. has been and like all of my kid. yeah all of my long-term relationships that's been like a core thing that because I need like need it like we just mm-hmm. are like children and that's yeah. so fun you know and that's the thing for me it's I don't know. I like dating older, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people who are older, like they are so serious around here, yeah. you know? Totally. And I'm like, but we need to play and have yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So and that take that takes confidence too, to like yeah. have that, that piece of your life. Um, I would say too, I'm trying to stay more away from the, like, he needs to have X, Y, Z, like all these things traits oh, list yeah. kind of thing and and grounding into what you said earlier about getting really clear on how you're going to feel yeah and and knowing that even if you did create this like perfect list of everything you wanted him to have um whatever the universe really has in store is so much better than what you could ever yeah think well in your brain, you often know? I tell people this all the time often the person that people like end up with it's like this person is making me feel all of all of the ways I want to feel but all of the traits are like completely different than anything I put on the list it's mm-hmm. it's usually someone you're never expecting totally. you know which is why I think about like for me the confidence in the play thing that's about how I feel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I want to feel that playfulness like I need somebody where it's like yeah I'm so safe to just like be in my inner child and I feel fun I feel playful it brings out that piece of me mm-hmm. and the confidence piece like that's grounding and and like for me where I feel like we're not competing and I feel like that also lends into clear communication right because yeah. I need to just I need to feel like you know I can just be all of me and I don't have to filter myself and I don't have to walk on eggshells mm-hmm. and I'm a very direct communicator and like for me to feel that way it's like I'm picking up intuitively how confident is this person Mm -hmm. because people who aren't confident usually can't handle the way I communicate (laughs) because it's so direct. (laughs) 
I'm very direct. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. So it is, yeah, it's about like, how do they make me feel? Yeah. I think those are the best stories when it's like, I did not see that person coming. Yeah. Have you heard of the, is it called a theory? (laughs) That sounds so, it's like a relationship theory, like the, Mm -hmm. the three loves. Yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I I really think there's strong correlation there. Like I think that, you know, that's a real it's thing. different for everybody, but it makes sense to me, right? So if you haven't heard of it, mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but the first one's like the puppy love, you know, you're in your little bubble. It's more like it's like high school energy, right? Mm-hmm. A little more surface level, you love each other and you break up for more probably uh logistic reasons. Second love is like the rocky one, the tumultuous one, the one where you learn the most about yourself. Uh, probably the hardest breakup (laughs) the preparation one after that you like recalibrate and you're like okay I know what I really need you kind of mature the third one is like the one that lasts it's it's the one you don't see coming the person you never expected often the person where at first you're not you maybe aren't even that attracted to them or like don't think twice about them or maybe don't even like them and then you get to know them and you're like oh shit this is what I need yeah it's it's the person you don't see coming and then it and it feels stable it's like you experience something that's actually whoa this is stable it's not tumultuous it's not crazy wild like at that point you know what you you're looking for you know who you are Mm -hmm. more so uh (laughs) and yeah i think there's a lot of like you know it's different for everybody but yeah yeah i see that's really true just having to and that goes back to what you said earlier about like having to go through different people mm-hmm. to get to like, you have to go through that certain relationship to then move on to the next one. It's like an initiation. Like yeah. you have to go through those things and evolve and develop as a person. Well, honestly, this was a lot of what came up in my poems oh. <laughs> that I was writing because a lot of my poems were about different people. And I was thinking about the frequency of each of these different dynamics mm-hmm. and just how they were also, they're also unique, right? And they all brought out very different things in me and very different learning lessons for me and all kind of like built on each other. And uh, yeah, I was just like really reflecting on that. I feel like this love book put like brought me my, put me in my feels. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to read it. I, it literally shook me. I feel like it's going to be, very triggering yeah for everybody in a good way it's it's not like yeah i think it'll just like make you think about things Mm -hmm. differently Mm -hmm. i would say totally um but i need to go back and reread it Mm -hmm. and for i don't know just all of the experiences that so if I haven't been explicit about this, basically, like I had to go through, well, I got to go through <laughs> like all different types of soul connections coming up in my life all at once and like navigating those and feeling the difference in, in dynamic. And it was like really emotional. And like, yeah. this is, this is like the, it's my, the tough part for me, like romantic relationships have always been my, ugh, I'm good at other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better at other stuff. Um, but yeah, so it really took me. I I have never felt so vulnerable. Mm, yeah. As I have in the last 8 months. 
Yeah, your personal life was very involved in <laughs> those. <laughs> I've never felt so vulnerable. You know? Yeah, you navigated it very well, though. Well, let's not pretend like I haven't had a lot of mental breakdowns. Well, I think yeah, that's but important. You, you handle those well, too. Thank you. I, I do the best I can. But I think it's important. It's like you go through it, you know, yeah. and that's that was something that I actually don't even remember exactly what they said in the book. But I was like, God, why do relationships drive us crazy? Like, I think we had that talk. We were I think we were talking about this. We we're on a walk mm-hmm. and it was like, it's the it's the place where you just like, why do we act like that? Why do we do these things in the context of dating relationships where it's like, why are we acting insane? Yeah. You look back and you're like, what? Yeah. You lose your head. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. You know? know, it's so infuriating. It's it really it drives us places. It, mm-hmm. It's so fascinating to me. And I remember I, I definitely like asked them that in the book and they have a whole section on why it why it drives you crazy but oh my God, i can't wait i mean it brings because because it, it's mirroring it's mirroring for us mm-hmm. directly totally yeah you know it's like mm-hmm. shining a light on all of our wounds all of our insecurities making us realize where we don't know ourselves as well as we do as as we think we do yeah. and it's the intensity of emotion you know this human experience is is so unique and intense like because of the emotions and it's about experiencing that full range. And there are all of these emotions we've decided are bad because we don't like them, but it's just all the different emotions, right? Like totally. the depth to which I can feel my sadness and my pain correlates to the depth to which I can feel my happiness and my joy. Yeah. It's so true. And in relationship, we get closer and closer to source. Mm-hmm. We do. And that's what we're really seeking, mm-hmm. right? Divine love. Right. And we, we get pushed to feel that full spectrum of emotions. Mm-hmm. And you think about, I'll take this another direction. <laughs> A lot of the myths and legends of gods and goddesses, right? And you're like, these are these like superhumans and they come and they, they come to earth and they just are insane. Right. Like these gods are just running around having sex with everybody, having all these kids. They're like total assholes. Right. Somebody's pissed at someone else. And so we like turn the whole world upside down, light it on fire and have a flood. Like that's what they were doing. Right. 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 Why? Because they come to the earth plane and they're feeling their emotions. They don't know how the how the hell to deal with that. Yeah. And they have these crazy powers and then all the stuff. It's like insane. Mm, I never thought about that. That is true. Right. So like like when, you know, an incarnation. Uh, let's say Zeus is coming down. He's incarnate. He gets pissed. I mean, nope. Oh. <laughs> right. That's like the unique part of this is how do we really like feel those emotions and navigate the experience while we're feeling the intensity of that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I heard something really interesting recently where it was like, as humans, we think that we are thinking beings or creatures that that sometimes feel emotions, but really we're emotional beings, very emotional that sometimes think. (laughs) Oh, 100%. And I was like, that is so true. And if we could just accept that Mm -hmm. more instead of like trying to logically rationalize our way out of situations Mm -hmm. or out of feelings, it's like, there's so much resistance in that battle where it could just be not easy necessarily, but if you just like let yourself go there, 
and feel, it becomes so much more effortless. 100%. I was talking to Sam about this last weekend and she was like, something that I think is so fascinating about you is that you can feel all of these emotions at the same time and be okay. She goes, I, this has always been something I, I think is so interesting about you of you can be really frustrated or upset or sad and simultaneously be grateful and happy and like see this other perspective on the situation. Mm-hmm. And you can just sit in all of that at the same time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And like, that's how I stay grounded in it. Yeah. You are really good at that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you, you can feel that to me, that's full range. Yeah. That's full spectrum. Like Mm -hmm. I can be really pissed and upset and frustrated and also understand the larger lesson. It's like, this is where people talk about spiritual bypassing. And I'm like, well, now you're assuming that you can't hold that full spectrum. Mm. Like I can, I can be like, yeah, I see why I had to go through that this is the larger lesson and this is how it served me. And I can be like, I'm fucking pissed. That was not cool. Yeah. Yeah. It can all, it can all be there at the right? same time. It's like it, the same, it's same as like, I can see that you are a soul and you are really at your core love. And I can see that you're really acting out of your, your wounds, your inner child wounds. Right. I can see that in somebody. And, and I can also see that still, that didn't make me feel good. That wasn't cool. And so you're not going to be in my ecosystem anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it can be both versus, well, they're a soul of love. So like it was just a mistake. And yeah, I get that. Right. And this is what's going on. I don't feel good. And so this isn't going to work. Yeah. It can all like it can, it can all coexist. Yeah. 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 I think that's key. And really, yeah, that's a really important point where like it doesn't have to be just like I think people think they're going to feel out of control if they like let themselves go to the depths of their emotions. And it's like, yeah, like you said, you can allow yourself to feel that while still being grateful for your life and like all these things at the same time. I mean, I think that's so true. It's like they think they're going to feel out of control. And so what they do to try and stay in control keeps them out of control. Yeah, totally. Like. I will say, I look at my life, I had a lot of emotional issues. Like I felt completely out of control for mm-hmm. most of my life with my emotions. It, and it scared me how out of control I was because I felt things so deeply and it was so intense. And I, there would be so many moments I would say things, I would lash out, I would throw a temper tantrum and I would freak myself out. Mm-hmm. Like I would freak myself out. And it was something I really struggled with for a long time and, you know, went to therapy about. and it scared me. And now I would consider myself to be like a very emotional person, but I'm like very relaxed in my emotions. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel more in control, so to speak of my emotions. than I think most people are and definitely than I have ever been. Mm -hmm. And that has been through feeling all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you let yourself go there. And, and you're always okay. Yeah. Like you come out on the other side of it. You're like, oh, I didn't die. I let myself feel these things and I'm fine. Yeah. Well, you know, and the more you do that, you build that muscle. And it's like, it just, I mean, and honestly, the way I understood that was through energy work. When I started to see everything's stuck. So of course this is building, building, building. And at some point it's going to burst. And I was like, 
that's not natural for anything to be stuck. The natural state of the universe is energy is moving and flowing, right? So I just got to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I just got to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then, uh, or else you're going to have those explosion yeah. moments. Yeah. And that's way worse. Totally. So it's like if I'm feeling angry or upset, I feel that, like feel it fully and also, and how am I moving it? Like it's just a wave that's running through. It, it really is to me, you know, it's like if I'm in the middle of the ocean and there's a huge wave and I try and fight it, I'm a dumbass, <laughs> right? Versus like, I'm just going to sink into it. Let, let it take me and I'll deal with it when I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like yeah. trying to fight the mm-hmm. current. Just go with it. Yeah, totally. And, and eventually okay. evens out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just an interesting thing. Yeah. Dating. Love Emotions. Love it. All right. We should wrap up, but if you take anything from this episode, practice your cord cutting. Cord cutting. It and works. Just see if the universe can handle some breakups for you. Gotta love it. <laughs> Spirit guides, please handle this breakup for me. <laughs> I promise it works. Oh, man. All right. Well, if you want to connect with Camille, you can find her at Camille Marie underscore nutrition. Help. Got it. On Instagram. And... Uh, if you liked this episode, tag us, share it to social media and tag us, tag me at Christina, the channel and at Christina, the channel podcast. So we can see that you are listening. And if you uh, want more dating stories, definitely let us know. Oh, we got you. Got <laughs> All right. Covered. Thanks again so much for listening. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.